0: This is CliffCentral.com. Hello and welcome to another In Conference with Michael Jackson, right here on your favorite podcast platform. This is CliffCentral.com. And this is the show where you get to meet the people that I'm lucky enough to meet on my world of travels as a conference speaker. I'm also very fond, if you're a regular listener of this show, of homegrown South African talent. And really, homegrown South African and talented Absolutely describes the guest that we're bringing to you on this podcast, a legend in the South African space, if not globally now, Professor Tim Noakes, the man who caused all the trouble about the Banting diet. Haven't seen Tim live for a little while, but I know he's been a speaker on the circuit regularly as well. We bump into each other from time to time and watching what's been going on in the life of Prof Tim Noakes has just been amazing. If you're South African, you can't have avoided it. I mean, you've really stirred the pot. Let's welcome him to the show and find out what's going on in his world right now. Professor, nice to have you with us on the program.
1: Thank you, Michael. Thank you for that lovely introduction.
0: Has it been hell in the last few weeks and months with this so called witch hunt against you?
1: <laughs> well, it has been tough for the last four years, actually. But it really sort of culminated over the last six months when I had to prepare for this trial, and it was clearly become much extended. And it was tough, and I won't deny that it's been tough, but I think we've got through it with honor. We presented our case very, very carefully. We had five and a half days of evidence. No one has ever spoken for five and a half days or 40 hours on the low-carb diet. And I, we did that because we just wanted to show, listen, there's an, a bucket of science behind it all. And anyone who says it's pseudoscience is nonsense. And I think even the expert witnesses for the for the people who charged me went home with their tail between their legs. They have to think things through a little bit more
0: carefully in future. Now, what was interesting is let's just go back a little before the trial itself then, because um, if anyone's Googling you now, Tim Noakes, and go straight to Wikipedia, the source of the font of all Internet knowledge, right? (laughs) Got to be true. The first line about you on Wikipedia is Timothy David Noakes is an A-rated South African scientist. And it goes on to talk about a lot of stuff as well. And under your background says that you were proudly born in Zimbabwe. You moved here when you were five years old. You went through UCT, where there's an awful lot of chaos going on at the moment as well. Headed the Medical Research Council um, and got involved with the Sports Science Institute, which you launched. Was it in the early 1990s?
1: Yeah, 1995, we opened, Michael. Yes, that's uh, correct.
0: With, uh, with the former Springbok rugby player, Mornay Duplessis. Correct. So you've always been involved in exercise-orientated stuff. You've been involved in looking at sports people. I mean, you work with my colleague on the speaker circuit, Lewis Gordon-Pugh, of course, on his phenomenal swims that he went out and did as well. Um, but you've never been kind of a stranger to controversy. You've always come up with stuff that you believe is kind of pioneering. Are you, are you that much of a, of an outstanding individual that you, that you just feel the need to challenge conventional wisdom, Tim? I just think
1: I've got this ability to see what doesn't make sense. So, you know, I, I read an enormous amount and the key in reading is you try to find what makes sense and where it all fits together. And as I tell my students, if you find one piece of evidence that conflicts with the deeply held belief, you better question that belief. And I've done that on five or six topics now over the last uh, last thirty years and described in my book Challenging Beliefs. And it just turns out that this one I had the most experience with because it was me. You know, I had promoted this high carbohydrate diet. I became sick on it, I developed type two diabetes, and then I discovered to my absolute horror that there was this bucket of evidence that I'd been missed that I'd missed. And it I'd missed because it's suppressed. In my education, no one ever told me that actually a low carbohydrate diet has certain benefits in people with the condition that I have, which is insulin resistance. No one told me that. And it was only when I read a book in December on December the twelfth, twenty ten, that I thought, oh my gosh, I've been misled and I've been misleading people. And I converted and I didn't say anything for a year, but but by the end of the year, people realized that I'd changed, and John Robbie and other people kind of made me out and make the statement that yes actually I changed my diet and that's when the
0: sort of the the anger and the hostility started to arise so having promoted a high carbohydrate diet within your professional career living by it yourself you had a complete volte facie really you turned 180 degrees around and went whoa 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 hang on let's get (laughs) into this thing which is popularly known as banting low carbohydrate a high fat diet instead
1: Yes, indeed, and and you must understand, I didn't do it lightly, but the, the response in my body was so unbelievable that, you know, I thought that all the symptoms I had were just aging, and they weren't. They were just that I was intolerant to carbohydrates and I was eating too much carbohydrate and too little fat. And when I reversed the ratios that I just began to eat lots of fat and eliminated essentially carbohydrates from the diet except for some vegetables, the the turnabout was amazing. And then I went and looked at the literature, and, and it's all there. It, it's abundantly clear. If you have this condition, insulin resistance, you may not eat carbohydrate. But, but because my profession doesn't recognize that insulin resistance is the most prevalent medical condition across the globe, we don't teach it. We don't understand it. And it's absolutely clear that that is the case. So we are giving people diets that make them worse if they're insulin resistant. And when I look around, so we know already in America, 50% of people are insulin resistant. Mm. And what's the diet they prescribe? It's the diet that we promote in South Africa is high carbohydrate. So we know that the American diet for 50% of their population is wrong, but they won't change it. And in this country, it's just as bad. We have obesity rates are pretty close to, to what they are overseas. And so we really need to understand that. That, you see, what I try to tell people is you don't have high blood pressure. You have insulin resistance. You don't have diabetes. You have insulin resistance. You don't probably have cancer. I'm not going to say it's absolutely clear, but insulin resistance also seems to be a driver in, in cancer and dementia and and clearly in heart disease. So what we have to do is understand that there's a common cause for all of them, and it's this insulin resistance. And if you're insulin resistant, you may not eat a high-carbohydrate diet, so the biggest change we can do in medicine is not to prescribe increasing number of drugs to people, particularly with diabetes. Yes. It's to take away the causative agent, which is the high-carbohydrate diet. And the evidence is, is absolutely clear. The biological evidence is absolutely clear. How have you done with your own type 2 diabetes mellitus? I've done extremely well. And I first just did the diet. It didn't work. Oh, sorry, it controlled my glucose, but not. I want to be perfect. And so it worked very, very well. It produced my glucose down to about 6.5. Now I've added supplementary medicines and metformin, and I run between values of between
0: 4.5 and 6 at maximum. So you're living proof within your own body that your own theories, your new theories are now working. And this banting revolution has gone literally global. I mean, you've kind of popularized this around the world, but then got reported Uh, to the Health Professions Council for advising a mom on Twitter that she should wean her child onto the diet that you're describing now, which you would call real foods. This has been the most traumatic thing in your life so far, hasn't it? Uh,
1: Well, yes, indeed. And actually the most traumatic moment was when was my own university, who I'd served for 35 years. I'd raised tens of millions of rands for, declared me as not a good scientist and what I was doing was wrong. And that to me was the absolute... They betrayed me, and I think that was that was the low key of low point of it all. But what we've discovered in this whole trial and in our investigations is that, that there hasn't been one or two people involved. There's been a myriad of people involved who should have known better, and it, they could have stopped it at any moment, but they didn't. They chose not to, and the question is why. And they, they in my view, acted completely unethically and irregularly. But I, but let's, let's not worry about that. What, what has been damaging is the, is to realize the way I've been treated for something that is the, this, this whole case was completely drummed up. It was, it has no basis whatsoever, as we've already shown. It's, it, it's just, it's so sad because the costs to me and to my, uh, to the opposition, the Health Professional Council, their costs are probably running to three million rand. So every doctor in South Africa has contributed towards the three million rand that it's costing to prosecute me for a completely non-nothing. It has no relevance whatsoever. You mentioned I didn't actually advise anyone. We didn't even know because it was a we question. It was very important. Yeah. If, if you asked an I question in medicine, and I've been answering questions since 1972. Yes. If you say, Michael, the Dr. knows Michael, my name is Michael. Should I go on the Banting diet because I've got high blood pressure? If I say, if I give you advice, then that is medical advice, but we're still not in a medical doctor-patient relationship, so mm-hmm. then it becomes medical advice. But if you say, Michael says, hey, Tim, you know, I hear this banting's is really good. What do you think of people who've got high blood pressure? Do you think it's a good idea if they banned? And that is not medical advice. That is general nutrition advice. And the irony of this whole thing is that ADSA have really put their foot in it because if they win the case, they lose it because – if they win the case, that means that no dietitian ever in the future will ever be able to give any advice, but in a consultation directly with a patient. And seeing half of dietitians earn their money or half their money from advising pick yeah. and pay on running diet, running health promotions, that, that will be stopped because they'll have to change the ruling. So that, and if they lose and I win in a sense, they have to change everything because their dietary advice is wrong. So the ultimate irony is that the real losers
0: are the people who brought the complaint against me. Which is remarkable. I mean, this hearing continues, though, back into October later this year. You're going to go back into this whole bloody circus again. Well, I finished up my evidence. And in in October, then I'll be cross-examined. And it may
1: well be that we'll have one or two more expert witnesses because they're lining up in South America. They're just knocking at the door say, Tim, I would love to help you. I'd love to come to South Africa and represent you. So, so, but we'll see. We've got one really big name who has suggested she'd like to help us, and we may or may not use it. I think we've made the case so strongly it may
0: not be necessary. But but we're keeping that we're keeping our powder dry, so to speak. I like it. You cried at one point though in the in the proceedings, Tim. What made you cry? Yeah, you know what? Why I cried? It, it was actually emotion, and I probably will cry again <laughs> because
1: it, it, what saved me from going out as a mad hatter, which was what they wanted to do to me. The, so, people wanted me to be humiliated and my whole career destroyed. Mm. And you said, I'm an A1 rated scientist. And guess what? In exile science and nutrition, I'm a world <laughs> authority in nutrition. Yes. There's no one else of I know in South Africa who's A1 rated in nutrition. But let be that as it may. There were three people who have saved me on my life. My wife. And my two lawyers who gave their time for free, and their cost to them is probably five or six million rand. Wow. Minimum. Minimum of six million rand they gave to me for free. Dr. Ravi Ramdos, who's an attorney from Peter Maritzburg and special counsel. Mike van der Ness from Johannesburg. Those are two of the greatest people in the country.
0: Phenomenal. And you've yeah. got them on the Banting Diet as well, I trust, by now. <laughs> and, and I'm crying now again. Because... Oh, no, don't. What's, what's the worst sanction? Should, should uh, the witch burning continue and they sanction against you for whatever delinquent yeah. views the Health Professions Act comes up with, um, what's the worst sanction that it could happen oh. to you?
1: Well, they can take away my medical license, but I haven't practiced medicine for 15 years, so I don't need it. And the only reason I'm registered with the Health Professional Council was so that I could provide cover for my research, for my researchers. We have to have medical cover for researchers. So I've got to have medical insurance cover, which I pay, 10, I don't know, 10,000 rand a year. Right, Make sure our team, our team at, at UCT can continue to do their research. And because that's the law, you have to have a doctor involved who's got medical legal cover. I haven't practiced, I haven't charged a patient, probably
0: never in my life. But anyway, certainly not for 15 years. Well, not that you need to. I mean, the Banting book alone, apart from all the other books you've written, the Banting book is going crazy, isn't it? It's a phenomenon.
1: It's It's still the top-selling
0: book in South Africa in the non-fiction
1: category. This is after two and a half years or something. It's it's astonishing. We sold 250,000 copies, but... You know, that that means that the whole reading public of South Africa, there are only 250,000 readers in South Africa. Everyone who reads has bought a copy of the book.
0: I, th- I think you're probably going to be buying two to give one away as well. It's that damn good. I think it's just superb. I yeah, mean,
1: no, it, is, it
0: is. Apart from this uh, Health Professions Act hearing against you then in October, what lies ahead for Tim Noakes into the rest of 2016? We've just got a minute left, Tim, so I'm going to ask yeah. you to wrap on that, please.
1: The Eat Better South Africa campaign we've launched through my foundation, the Noakes Foundation, all the money I ever got from the Real Meal Revolution goes to the Noakes Foundation, plus a whole bunch of other things where you raise money. We are going to change the whole of South Africa's eating by getting to the poor people and showing them how they can bant on 30 rand a day. And that's what you have to do. We have to change the poor people now and get them better foods. And we can do it. We know it. And we've got the method of
0: doing it. Those are the words of Professor Tim Noakes. I think the man's an absolute legend. Go and Google the story if you haven't read about it so far. Get hold of the book. Do whatever you can to follow this man. I really believe that he needs more power to his elbow. Tim, thank you for taking time out to be on this program, sir. A real pleasure having you as a guest. My privilege, Mike. Thanks for the
1: questions and the fantastic interview. Thank you. See
0: you on the conference circuit soon. That was Professor Tim Noakes. This is in conference with Michael Jackson. And that's the calibre of guests that you get right here on Cliffcentral.com. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.